All right, we're going to start Daf Nun We're up to the uh, Simon, which is about 12 lines up from the bottom of Nun Gimel base, and we're jumping right back into the Mishnah. was discussing some of the Tanaik Suba. So the thing that we were in the middle of discussing, the aspect of Tanaik Suba we were discussing was that written, one of the Tanai, where we call it a Tanai Bezdin, written into the Ksuba, is that any female children will get mizainos until adetilach Lagavran. We discussed what that means yesterday. Now we're going to ask some shilos, simen de gavri, shaksraf. So that is the simonim in regards to the name of the amaraim. So it's going to be five. Shaksraf is five letters. And the topics of what we're going to be discussing, the shilos we're going to ask is miyana, v'yima, shnia, arusa, v'anusa. Okay, those are the five topics we're going to be asking shilos on. So let's get started. Vayimine, we're sheshes. Mima NS. So we we just the mission explained that a girl after the father passes away, the daughters born from this marriage are gonna get Mizainas from the um, from the Yesainim. So now what happens? Mima enes, Yeshlam Mizainas or Ainla Mizainas. So will a Mima Enes have Mizainas? Now what is a Mima Enes? That is a girl. We'll, we'll take the standard case, which is a girl whose father passed away. Okay, so in this case, girl passes away, so she's going to get mezainus, like it's written to the Tanai Bezdin in any ksuba, she's going to get mezainus from the father's estate. Okay, good. Now she goes ahead, her mother and or, and or brother uh, marries her off. So that's a Ketushin de Rabbanon. So she's married. Okay, then she does Mion. So where does she go back? She goes back to being an orphan daughter. So the question is, because she was married, does that ruin her ability to continue getting mezainus or not? So Amr, so Amr Luhur of Sheshis, Tanisua, we learned it in a Brisa. Where does it say it in the Brisa? Amana base Avia, an Amana that's living in her father's house, meaning that's a way, fancy way of saying Rashi's is Mina Arison. Amana base Avia. Okay, so she had Arison and she went back. The Gerusha base Avia, or she got divorced. So either her husband died or. She got divorced. She marries Yamam Vesavia, or again, her husband dies, and she's awaiting to do Yibam. But it's Mina Erisin. That's code word Mina Erisin. Yeshlam Mizaynis. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer Oydev Vesavia. Now, on the surface, it's going to sound like Rabbi Yehuda is saying the exact same thing as a Tanakama. I think we're actually going to ask that. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer Oydev Vesavia. If she's still in her father's house, that would sound like Erisin. Yeshlam Mizaynis. Ainam Vesavia. Ainam Mizaynis. Rabbi Yehuda Hainu Tanakama. Well, that sounds exactly like the Tanakama. Elolav. Says Rav Sheshis, it must be that the way to understand this brisa is mima enes That's that's gufa the nafkamina is our shaila right here. The Tanakama savar isla. The Tanakama holds that I don't care whether she wasn't for a period of time bevesavia. Lamaisa if she's bevesavia, then she's going to get mezaynas. Mima enes after she she annuls the marriage or she backs out of the marriage, she's back bevesavia, so she'll get mezaynas. Rabbi Yehuda savar. What did Rabbi Yehuda say? Rabbi Yehuda Savar, Leslie, she's not going to get it because Rabbi Yehuda, the Lashon of the Bryce, we're picking up on the fact that the Bryce has said, If she's still, that means she never left Beisavia. So the Shiloh was, when she goes back, she knows the marriage, she goes back to being um, an orphan girl, she no longer has a husband, does she get Mizanis? That would be subject, sounds like, to the Sister of Sheshis, to the Machlagis Tanoim over here between the Hanukkah and Rabbi Yehuda. But that's Shiloh number one. Bari Reish Lakish. 
Okay, so that is going to be the kuf, reish kish. Bas yivama of the simon, bas yivama, yesh l'mezaynas, or ein l'mezaynas. So the woman, the wife over here, her husband dies, and she, there is no, she, there's no, there's no children, so then she's going to have to do yibam. So what about the bas yivama? Yesh l'mezaynas, ein l'mezaynas. Kivan da amar mar, since we have, a rule, ksubasa, al nechse bala harishain. So who's responsible for the ksuba? The original husband, <coughs> Lesla. And therefore, what does it say? What's the lashon of the ksuba? Benan, nukvun, diyam l'chuminai. That they are going to eat, okay, they're going to eat mezainas. Now, the problem is that when there's a female daughter born from the brother, the new husband, the yavam, that's not, the ksuba is on the first husband. The female daughter isn't the daughter of the first husband. It's of the second husband. So, Well, it goes on. It, she, it's the first ksuba. And the first ksuba, clearly the guy wrote, female children you have for me. And this is not, it didn't say for my brother. It said for me. Okay. Since Lamaisa, the rule is that the woman gets a ksuba. Now, let's say the, the husband who died, the brother, right? The husband who died doesn't have any assets, so he can't provide the ksuba. Lamaisa, she's going to get a ksuba from the second guy. And therefore, we'll say that so too in this aspect, since there is no, this specific aspect of the ksuba that says, it's there is no ksuba on the first guy because that clause doesn't pertain to this daughter that's born from the second, from the yavam, from the second marriage. So do we say that we should then collect it from the second one? And the Gemara Blaib Shver, it says, teku. We don't answer this question. Now, um, just quickly, there's two ways to learn this Shiloh. So again, we're, the, the Shiloh that we're asking is bas yavama, does the daughter of the Yavama get Mizaynas? Now, within the Tanai Bezdin, we had that the Almana gets Mizaynas and her daughter gets Mizaynas. The, the husband writes in, or it's Tanai Bezdin, even if he doesn't write it, that was the point of our Mishnah, that if the woman, if the husband passes away, both the Almana will get Mizaynas and any female daughters that they have will get Mizaynas. The Gemara Shaila is only about the Bas Yavama. The Yavama herself, there's no question that she's going to get, even though, again, the ksuba is al-baila harishan, right? So there's no, there's no shiloh there um, because the tanai ksuba, as far as we're concerned, is part of the ksuba. Now, the question is, in which situation is our shiloh? Is it, right, Argamar mentioned tut stadim, kivan di'ilesla la'baila harishan isla ksuba b'baila sheni, that since, yes, the original husband has to provide the ksuba, but if for whatever reason that, that estate doesn't have any money to provide the ksuba, then the second husband will lamaisa. And that was our tzad to say that the bas yivama should get um, mizaynas. So after, the qu- After yivam, or is she waiting? She's no, no, she's after yivam, she has a daughter ready from the second guy. She has a daughter from the second guy. So the question is, since the ksuba, right, what was the Gemara? Since the ksuba is on the first husband, and the daughter is from the second husband, and the, in the, the thing that would be mechaev in the ksuba, which is on the first husband, mechaev to feed the daughter, it says, daughters you have from me, and not from my brother. 
It didn't say for my brother. So the question is, what is the situation over here that we're asking the Shiloh in? And it's brought down two different ways. Either that there is no Lamaisa, there's no Nechassim to the first husband. Because if there is Nechassim to the first husband, the Ksuba is on the first husband and the Gemara wouldn't even have the Shiloh. So the whole Shiloh way of learning this is where there is no Lamaisa, there's no assets on the first husband. The Ksuba can't get fulfilled by the first husband, so it's going to the second husband. Then what we're asking is, will this aspect of the Ksuba roll over to the second husband or not? Okay, or do we say... Um, do we say tonight ksuba, ksuba is only in regards to her and not in regards to her daughter? Or we could say the second sad and Tysus brings down the Sadim is even if there are uh, assets for the, first, for the first husband's estate, still it would be a shaila because the way we're, and, and this is the way we're understanding it, that even if, since, if the even though the, the first husband ha- estate has the assets, so therefore it should provide the ksuba. And again, in the ksuba it says, and she doesn't qualify. But since we have this concept saying that when there is no ksuba merishain, the second guy provides the backup. So in this aspect, there is no ksuba merishain because it's impossible to fulfill this tonight. And that's what the Gemara's Shiloh is in. So there's one further thing that Taisus says, we're only addressing the Bas Yavama, right? The girl's portion of the Tanai Bezdin. So within the Ksuba, there's Taisus Ksuba, there's the Tanai Bezdin built into the Ksuba, which are all these things that the Amana is going to get Bezdin, then the, the Bas. Now, there was another thing we discussed yesterday, which is Ksuba's Benin Dichrin. So right now, we're only asking about Bas Yavama, and Taisus says, L'Chaira, it should also be a Shaila about the Ksuba's Benin Dichrin, because that's also based on her, her male sons. Right? What's the ksuba's different? That her ksuba will go to her male sons. And what did the guy write in the ksuba? Male sons you have for me. Well, if ksuba's on Bala Rishon, and she has male sons from the second husband, so that, that the same way we have a shaila in regards to, to, the, to the basket mezainas, so too we would have the same shaila in regards to the ksuba's been different. Let's go to a third shaila. Bashniya. Let's say you have a girl who married, a woman who married, a, so the, this union is a Shniel Arias. So it's an Iser Midrabanon. It's Arias Dirabanon. So the question is, will the daughter get Mizanus or not? Kimen, the less Luxuba, since, what's the Tzadeh Shaila? Since a Shnia is an Usr marriage, it's a Midrabanon, but the Rabbanon say that in that situation, there's not going to be a Ksuba. Less lambezaini. So the daughter sins, the mother shouldn't have a ksuba. Well, the daughter getting mezainis is part of the mother's ksuba. So then the daughter shouldn't get the ksuba either. Less lambezaini. Oy dilma, ima da abda isura. Maybe it's the mother who loses her ksuba because she did the iser. Kansura rabbanon. Ihi. However, the daughter, she didn't do anything wrong. Galei abda isura. Loi kansura rabbanon. And we say teku. Now, there's a lochera, a big kasha here. We just discussed this yesterday. And we also, we discussed this extensively in, back in Yevamos, right? We said that a, a woman who, get, who gets married based on Eid Echad. So we said that she doesn't get a ksuba. She also doesn't get ksuba's been indifferent. And why? We throw the book at her. All the things. She got married based on Eid Echad. Her husband shows up. She obviously wasn't daika uh, properly. She didn't properly check. 
And therefore, Mishum Iginu Ikilu Rabbanon to allow her to get married, but it's only only because we are going to be come down so strong on her and take everything away. So we said in that situation, she wouldn't have Ksubas Ben Indichrin. She did something wrong, so we're asked, why over here is the Gemara even entertaining that the Bas, yeah, who, who are we messing over? Ksubas Ben Indichrin messes over the sons. Right? And over here, it messes over the daughters, but here we're entertaining it as a Shiloh. And there it wasn't even a question. The Gemara said, no, it's a Knas. It was right in the Mishnah. So why would we even think that it's a question? So they're trying to bring down a beautiful answer here that if you look at Ksubas Ben Indichrin, it's a manifestation of the realization of the Ksuba. Meaning, the woman passes away first. Normally, there's only a Ksuba. If the husband passes away, the woman gets her ksuba. So ksuba's ben says that if the woman passes away first, and therefore her ksuba never got rec- realized, we're going to realize her ksuba in as much as we'll pass it down to her children after she passes away, and then the husband passes away. So in order to have a ksuba's ben you need the, the tsura of the ksuba, because what it's saying is your ksuba, your original ksuba, when the husband passes away, will go to the male children that he has from you. So it's based on the form of the ksuba. And therefore, it goes through, right? It's almost like the road to ksuba's ben goes through ksuba. Well, if we take away the ksuba, so then they can't be ksuba's ben However, over here, this is a separate tenai, tenai bezdin, as part of the ksuba. So you don't actually need to recognize the ksuba in order for this concept to exist. Maybe what we're saying is she doesn't get her ksuba. However, the one thing on the side that has to do with her daughter, that that they would get, it doesn't require, and the Lashon they use is machmasa'im. We don't need the mother to get her ksuba in order for the daughters to get mezayis. But by ksuba's ben indichrin, the whole way that we're giving ksuba's ben indichrin is machmasa'im. The fact that the mother gets the ksuba, now she doesn't actually get it, but we realize the ksuba and then pass it down to her children. So therefore, that's, that's the difference between the two cases. That's why when it comes to getting married in Echad, she, there's no, where I had no havamina, the Mishnah had no havamina that she would get the ksuba's been indifferent. However, over here, when it comes to the daughter getting the mezainus, that's almost like an add-on to the tonight bezin of the ksuba. It doesn't require the guf of the ksuba to be realized. Therefore, we would say it's different. But, but we said yesterday, the Mishnah said uh, that if they didn't write the indifferent into the ksuba, they get it anyway. Because it's tonight bezin. Right. Okay, but that is nothing to... And therefore, it needs the ksuba. But, but it, it works through the ksuba. What I'm saying is it passes through the ksuba, as opposed to this, sits on the side. It passes through the ksuba, even if there isn't a ksuba, we said. Correct. So, okay. Then you don't need the ksuba. Huh? Even though it wasn't written explicitly, it's... it's no, no, that, that, and that's true of everything. That's true of ksubas ben that's true of bita mezaynas. Yeah. All, I'm trying to, all, all we're trying to discuss here is what's the difference? Why is it that when we said ksubas ben indichrin, when a woman gets married based on eight echad, that she's going to lose, according to, there was no, Gemara didn't even entertain that Ksubas bin Indichrin should still be in play, yet when it comes to Mezainas, of her daughter getting Mezainas, which also is a Tanai Bezin as part of the Ksuba, we are willing to say, we are willing to at least entertain it. Now the Gemara by sure, it says Teku, but it is a Shiloh here. Okay, Bayi Rabba, Bas Arusa, what about, let's say, so a man, a man and a woman, Aras Arusa, okay, they're not supposed to be having children, right, they're not allowed to live together but it's an Isra Lav. What happens if Lamaisa, they have a child? Masa Rusa, What's the Tzadeh? When does the Ksuba go into effect, really? At the time of Eresin. 
Kivan de Isla Ksuba Isla. And this is a Tanai Bezdin attached to the Ksuba. So therefore, maybe she, the daughter, should get this Tanai Bezdin that a daughter gets, Mizaina, should go into effect. Aidilma, Kivan de Loitakin Rabbanan Ksuba Achas Nesuin, since Lamaisa, the Ksuba doesn't really go into effect until Shasta. So we had this idea before when you write the Ksuba, that's when it becomes, therefore, Lesla. Okay, so the question is for, I understand for the Manamasayim, there was no question. The Manamasayim portion of it, definitely there's a Chiyav on. The question is, what about the Mezainas? Does that Chiyav come along with the original concept of Ksuba, which is at the Shas Erisin, or is it right before the Nesuin, and, that's, and thus the Gemara Shaila Teku? Now, now, the Ritva points out over here, it's important, to, right, what are we, we're discussing Mezainas. And the question is that the Isha herself by Erisin doesn't really get Mezainas. Right? So what's the Shaila? If the woman doesn't get Mizainas, then what's the Shiloh that her daughter should get Mizainas over here? So he says, we're talking about a woman, and we had this, Higiyazman Nisu, at least according to that Tana that we had, that after 12 months of Erison, she would get Mizainas, that's where this whole Shiloh is. When the mother gets Mizainas, then there's a Shiloh, would the daughter get Mizainas? But if the mother doesn't get Mizainas at all, regular Erison, then there wouldn't even be a Shiloh, he says. Couldn't there be a Shiloh? It's his das, he doesn't want his daughter to go. It, it, it's not. It's not based. It's not das. That's not, that's not why we're giving mezunas. We're giving mezunas to tonight bezdin. So the question is, when does the tonight bezdin go into effect? I, but it's still there is such a svar, right? Why? Why the door is different? So I'm just. I think it's it's based on uh, what's the trigger of the tonight bezdin. Okay, vayra papa, fourth child, bas anusa. Sorry, fifth Shiloh. By Papa. Basanusa, last one. Basanusa, Yeshlam Mazinus or Ainla Mazinus. Will a daughter of the Anusa get Mazinus? Now we know what's the din, meaning if a man is Ma'anus a woman, so he has to pay 50 shkalim. Now essentially, like we discussed, that is the money of the Ksuba. So what we want to know here is if there's if he paid the money of the Ksuba ahead of time, let's say he decides to marry her anyway, or as is his mitzvah. She opts in. Right, so what's the rule? We have this by Oynes. We discussed this about, about a month ago. We discussed this extensively. So if there is, if a man is Ma'anas a woman, so he, a Naira, let's just say, he has to pay 50 Shkolem Kesef. That essentially is the money of the Ksuba paid up front at the time of the, when he was Ma'anas her. And then there's a separate mitzvah. He has, right, he, get, he, he has to marry her. So the question is, if he married her, he already paid the ksuba. So the Gemara is entertaining. Well, there is no ksuba. If there's no ksuba, then ostensibly there would be no Tanai Bezdin that would come with the ksuba. Mizainas for the daughter is a Tanai Bezdin. So since the ksuba was already paid at the time of when he was Ma'anasur, the Hainu, the 50 Shkalim Kasef, so there's no ksuba. If there's no ksuba, there's no Tanai ksuba or Tanai Bezdin that are attached to the ksuba. So the, the question is, does he have to give Mizainas to the daughter? Is, she, is, the, is the mother able to keep that half? Does she have to keep that fifty shek or whatever the fifty shkalim? Fifty shkalim go to, goes to her father. No, 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 goes to her father. So it doesn't go to her anyway. Oh, well, okay. So we're saying. So well, let's see. Is it, let's let's see. Ain loksuba. Now the gemara says. Well, it depends on who we're even asking the shaila in. The gemara had a shaila over there. Even though the fifty shekel goes to her, that's really her ksuba that she's getting up front. Normally, ksuba is paid at the end. She's getting it up front. There is still a machlekes tanayim whether she requires a ksuba or not. Right? So I'll leave it. It's not even a shayla. 
The Amar, because he holds yesh like super money. Remember, we had discussed this in the Gemara over there. We said there's machlekes tanayim. One tana held, she still needs a ksuba mana. She needs a ksuba. Why? Because shalitia kala be'in of Even though there's an iser lav and the husband's not allowed to divorce her, still the concern is that if there's no ksuba, he'll drive her nuts and she'll she's allowed to opt out of the marriage. She's allowed to say, you know what, I don't want to be married anymore, and therefore he can, he's then allowed to give a get. So. According to the we had a machlekes tanaim, do we still have a ksuba? So according to Rabbi Rabbi Yehuda, that there is a ksuba. So there's a ksuba. If there's a ksuba, then there's definitely tanai bezin that normally come attached to the ksuba. Dahainu, one of those is mezanis for the daughter. Okay, good. Kiti bailach. What's the whole shaila? I'll leave it to Rabbanon. According to Rabbanon, the whole that holds the amri yatsa kesef knasa knasa the ksubasa that the that the kesef that she got the fifty shekel. That supplants, that's essentially prepayment of her ksuba. And therefore, there is no ksuba. My, even the less ksuba, since she doesn't have a ksuba, less than mezaini, there's no mezaini. Oidilma, right? If there's no ksuba, then there's no tanai bezin that would come attached with the ksuba. Oidilma, ksuba, taima mai, kadesh loitei, Okay, maybe the whole reason why there's no ksuba is because shalitei, normally the whole reason why we do have a ksuba is because we don't want her to get rid of her, we don't want him to get rid of her easily. And over here, he's not allowed to divorce her anyways, so we we didn't need a ksuba, and that's why we don't have a ksuba. But that's the Iker ksuba. However, all the other Tanai Bezdin that are normally attached to a ksuba, the Chachamim still instituted because this is Lamaisa marriage. We just, it's a marriage that doesn't require ksuba, according to Rabbanon, because it's an Isra Lav. The whole reason the Ksuba the Rabbanan attached all these Tanayim, these Tanay Bezdin that we have surrounding Ksuba to the Ksuba. But Lamaisa, it should apply uh, as well. Teku. The Gemara, vibes, the, Gemara, the Gemara doesn't answer it. It's a Teku. Okay, now, also, Taisus just points out that this Shaila is by Bas Anusa, right? We're asking about the daughter. Does she get mezainas? Well, another of the Tanai Bezin is that the Almana herself would get mezainas. And really, says Taisus, this Shiloh should apply in the Almana as well. Not just, not just meaning in the Anusa herself. If it's a Tanai Bezin, the Shiloh should be, right? There's no Ksuba. If there's no Ksuba, now it's, it's question. Do we institute the Tanai Bezin or not? It shouldn't be limited. The Shiloh should not be specifically on the, her daughter, but even for herself, after the husband passes away, it would have, the Shiloh would still would still um, be a Shiloh. Now, let's move on to the next part of the Mishnah. At Teheyasu Bebesi. So another Tanai uh, Bezdin is, again, in regards to the Almana herself. So now we're finished with the daughter. Let's discuss the woman herself. So there's a Tanai a, a Bezdin written in the Ksuba. Again, to your point, if it's not written in the Mishnah, okay, it says, At Teheyasu Bebesi, Umitzinam in Right? So if you didn't write, if you didn't write it, you're still chayiv. Why? Because it's the Tanai Bezin. That's how the Mishnah recorded all these things. So, okay, now we know one of the Tanai Bezin is that the Almana, after her husband passes away, the widow herself will stay in the husband's house and get Mezainus. So there's two. The daughter gets Mezainus. The widow's allowed to stay in the, in the, in the, in, in her ex-husband, you know, the dead husband's house and get Mezainus. So now, Tana, Rabbi Yosef, Bebesi, Beloi Bebiksi. We learn Bebesi, that means in my house, Beloi Bebiksi. Bixi means my little tiny house. Essentially, if there's no space for her, it's not a, you know, they have like a little dollhouse. It's not a real house. If it's just a little hut, I'll say Bixi's a hut. 
My house, not my hut. Meaning that the orphans can say, sorry, that there is no space for you here. And therefore, <coughs> says Rav Yasef, they can send her back home to her father's house, but Abu Mazaini Isla. Meaning, what's he coming to say? Even though it seemed to be intertwined. That you're going to stay in my house and get mezayus. Well, if they, have, if they have a opening to kick her out of the house, because it's not a proper house, so we can't have you stay here, go back home, you would think that they should be intertwined and she should lose her mezayus. So Rav says, no, she still gets her mezayus. She doesn't get the mezayus. Why? Again, because these are intertwined. You stay in the house and get mezainus. When, when, when you'll stay in the house, then you get mezainus. If you don't stay in the house, you don't get mezainus. However, the halacha is not like Rav Ashi. We're going to go like Rav Yasef. Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Shvul. So this Tanai Bezin that's written in the Ksuba, the idea here, generally in concept, is that as long as she's acting like a widow, she's wearing the black clothes, okay? she's in mourning for her lost husband, so she can't move on and get a new husband. So therefore, the Tanai Bezin, the Tanai Besan is, give her Mazinus while she's still in mourning for her husband. So Amar of Nachman Amar Shmuel, let's say somebody asks to marry her. I guess this would be like the modern day engagement. This is not an Averson, but someone proposes to her. Then it's Faisa, and she says, okay, let's do it. She agrees, they, they get engaged. Then, Ela Mazinus. She no longer has Mazinus. Why? Because she, it says, Megram Alasayach. You're going to get mezainus as long as while you're being a widow. Well, what does a widow mean? It means to mourn her dead husband. Well, if you already agreed to move on with somebody else, you no longer get mezainus. Let's say she declines. The guy, the guy says, how about we get married? And she says, no. She will have mezainus. Okay. So, she doesn't, so it sounds like engagement is where we're going to draw the line. Even though it sounded like as long as you're not mana, we're now qualifying and saying as long as you're still in mourning over your husband, what's considered mourning? As long as you don't move on. However, I qualify what Shmuel said differently. Amra, it depends on why she declined the engagement. Amra, machmas plaini bali. If she says, I'm sorry, I can't get engaged to you because I'm still not over my dead husband. So she's obviously still in mourning. If he says, sorry, you're not good enough for me. So then she has no issue moving on. She just has an issue moving on with the new guy. She just doesn't think he's worthy of her. So then, but she's, 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 she's signaling that she's ready to move on and therefore she should lose her mezanis. I'm Rav Chista. Zinsa. Similarly, Rav Chista says, if she's mezana as an almana, ain't la mezanis. Well, she's clearly over her dead husband she's ready to move on. I'm Rav Yosef. Kichla upirchasa. If she puts on makeup and eyeliner, right? Meaning she's getting all dressed up and she's trying to find a new husband. Again, she's no longer in mourning for her husband. So the mandamer who holds zinsa, for sure, right? So if anything, it's a little counterintuitive. If she's mezana, so that isn't as strong as if she premeditatively put on makeup. She'll still get mezana. my time. Yates are ansa. So if a woman goes ahead and premeditate and she makes herself marketable, then she's showing she's over her husband. If she's Mazana, okay, maybe the Yatesar forced her to, and that's why she did it. It doesn't necessarily mean she's really ready to move on. She just needed companionship. But Las Hilchasa says the Gemara Kalahani Shmaitza, the halacha is not like any of these, 
any of these shitas. Elab ki Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel, but rather this version of Shmuel that says, You know when you stop getting Bezdin? It's not when you decided or we think that you're ready to move on. It's only when you go to Bezdin and you're Tevea, your Ksuba, you say, I want my Ksuba. Once you say you want your Ksuba, in general, we saw this idea in the Mishnah. <coughs> She gets mezaynus until she gets her ksuba. Once she gets her ksuba, it's like a lump sum payment. She no longer gets mezaynus. So she'll get mezaynus until she goes and asks for her ksuba. However, that's... But aren't they very different things? The, the ksuba represents a year of support, roughly, doesn't it? No, the ksuba is her... That's her exit. That's the payoff. That's her payoff. Okay, her husband died, she won the lottery, you want lump sum or you want annuity? No, no, no the mezainus, sorry, the mezainus is a, I'm not going to, I'm going to take that back. It's, it doesn't work that way. It's, the mezainus is a Tanai Bezdin, as long as she is an Amana. The end of the cycle is when she gets her Ksuba. Now, there is a question, we had a Machlekes in the Mishnah, depends on certain Mekaymas, whether the estate can say, okay, we're ready to pay your, your Ksuba now, no longer pay mezainus. So we're going in, and we're going to discuss that in a moment here. We had a machlekes in the Mishnah. Will she get mezainus until... So it sounds like we're saying now that she's going to get mezainus until she's teveya her ksuba. She walks in the bezin and says, I want my ksuba now. The, the tani, it's a separate tanai. Tanai bezin attached to the ksuba is that she gets mezainus. When's she going to get it until? We entertain these amaraim, entertain until she signals that she's over her dead husband. But now we're saying the halacha is not like that. Tysus points out when he says, he says that the first one is still true. That if it's somebody, somebody um, proposes to her and she agrees, that one, all the less is all the other ones. Okay? However, if she does agree to get engaged, that would signal an end to the mezainas. Uh, however, that is Tysus' sheet of the Rush and the Ritva. Uh, I'm sorry, the Rush and the, yeah, the Rush and the Ritva argue on that and they say no. The halacha said, Okay, they're discussing whether because the first member was also Shmuel, this would also be, and this one is Shmuel. So otherwise it could be a Steven and Shmuel. We did entertain the other, the other situations. I don't understand where would the money go if she's not married yet, she's just dating someone and she doesn't get Mizanus, where does that money go? No, so she, she'll have to draw. Heirs, she'll, heirs? Yeah, it is, it belongs to the heirs, his heirs. The, oh, the money, so but she gets not, paid from the estate. No, no, no. She gets, okay, she's okay. getting money from the estate until she gets her ksuba. Now, Frakti Gemara, really? You want to tell me that a woman doesn't, get, doesn't stop getting mezainas until she comes to be teve or ksuba mbezdin? Really? Vahatanya, machra ksubasa. If she sells her ksuba, mashkan ksubasa, she uses it as a mashkan. Asasa ksubasa apaitiki. She uses her ksuba as a loan to say when you want to get paid back on the loan, you'll pay back on this field, meaning the field that she, there was a field designated for her ksuba, so she makes that field a paitiki. But either way, she signals in some other way that she's ready to use her ksuba, as long as she starts, she puts her ksuba into use, so she's already realizing her ksuba, she no longer gets mezainas. So you said to be which one is it? So the Gemara says, Hani and Avul Tavasloi. So the Gemara says it depends. Hani bein bebezin bein shaloi bebezin. Yeah, if she starts putting her ksuba into use, meaning the field that was in her ksuba, or recognizing it, then even not in bezin, she starts losing her mezainus. But at what point when she comes to bezin, it's tevas ksubasa bebezin, meaning she didn't. The thing is, by tevas ksubasa, she didn't actually realize her ksuba. All she did was say, "I want to get paid." We didn't say when they start paying the ksuba. As long as she, in, so not in Bezdin, it's when she actually starts using the Ksuba. That's when it will, it'll, it will put a stop to the Mazaynas. But when she goes to Bezdin, even if she's just Tevea, I want to get paid now, that will stop the Mazaynas. Now, 
We said then in regards, again, so you get Mizainas until, we're following the progression of the Mishnah, you get Mizainas until the woman will get Mizainas until she gets her Ksuba. And we said that it depends on the Makan. Anche Galil, it said, so Anche Yushalayim and Galil, the Mishnah said, they would get Mizainas until she, like we just discussed in the Gemara, until she did, was either put her Ksuba into use or she comes to Bezin and says, I want my Ksuba. Anche Yehuda, they said it was written into their ksuba was that the estate, it's not up to her to come get her ksuba and at, what point, at which point she stops Mizanis, that the Anshe Yehuda, they can, the estate themselves can say we're paying the ksuba now and pause and stop the Mizanis at that point. So now, the Yehuda, that, right, so the question, what's the, the two different menhagim are, can the estate elect to stop the Mizanis? So Rav says Allah is like Anche Yehuda, but Shmuel Amar Allah Anche Galil. Bavel bechol parfedah nog Rav. The general Bavel did like Rav, which said that the 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 estate could put the ksuba into a could put could put, could put a stop to the mezainus. Nardav bechol parfedah in all its suburbs nog Kishmol. So it sounds like to me that the, the, these are all places in Bavel. But what we're saying is Nardav, except for Nardav, they went like Rav. Narda and its suburbs went like Shmuel, and everywhere else in Babel went like Rav. Hahi bas mechuza, so that is not, that is not um, Narda. So this bas mechuza to have a nesiva in Narda. So a bas mechuza was getting married to a Nardite. Also a kamei derav Nachman shama lekala. So the, this situation happened. She was an almana. She was getting mezunas, and the and the estate said, you know what? We're done paying mezunas. She's eating too much. We're ready to just pay the ksuba. So the question is, again, we have these two different minhagim, Rav and Shmuel, who do we paskin like in, in a place like Babel? Do we go, and we said it's based on where you are, is it, does she get mezainas until she's ready to get her ksuba or until the estate's ready to give her her ksuba? So Shamalakala, the bas mechuzahi, and they listened to her, but the way she spoke, they could tell that she was from mechuzah, sorry that the estate does have the ability to put a stop to the mezainas by offering you your ksuba now. Amrule, she said, one second, but I was married. We should go based on my husband. My husband was an Arda guy. In an Arda, they hold, we said Allah is like Shmuel, that only if the woman is Tavair ksuba will she stop getting mezainas. Okay, so you're right. We're going to go like Shmuel, and therefore uh, they couldn't, uh, the, the, she was able to put a stop to them forcing her to stop getting mezainas. But hecha narda, where would we say narda goes to? Because again, narda is really a cutout from the rest of Bavel to say that the lachos like Shmuel, ad hecha desagi kaba the narda. As long as they use the narda in measurements, that is considered the limits of where we'll affect the narda law in this regard. Itmar. Now, so a woman comes, we're going again, quick through the progression. So she's Tavei Arksuba. So now we're going to come and figure out before, right, what, what did she already get from her Ksuba? Let's say she already start, she, there's, she already has some things that the husband bought her in the ksuba. So we have to figure out, okay, the total balance of the ksuba is X number of dollars minus whatever, we're going to deduct whatever she, she already got out of the ksuba. If the husband bought her things or the like. So the question is, what about her clothing? Itmar, almana, rabba mershaman masha aleha, we're going to evaluate what she has on her and deduct that from the ksuba. Okay, the husband owes her uh, $50,000 minus $1,000 in clothes that, she, that he already bought her. She can take the clothes with her, but the value, there's no question that she can take the clothes with her. The question is, are we going to deduct the value of those clothes from the ksuba? We're not going to deduct the value. And this is the opposite. The machlekes here is the polar opposite, but in regards to a lakit is like a schir, a worker. 
uniforms of a worker. So again, I'm going to pay the worker. I provided him with a uniform while he was working. When he leaves, he's going to take the clothes with him. So if I owe him $100, can I deduct the $10 that the uniform costs or not when he's going to leave? So Rav, Kahana Masni, Vechain Belaket, know that the halacha, the machlekes is the exact same. Okay, so the question is, is that, do they hold the opposite sheet or the exact same sheet as they do by the woman? But either way, there's a machlekes in both cases. That in order, Rav, the simon was, that the worker and the armalasa, the widow, send them off, meaning deduct the value of their clothing. So now, even though our mission seems to sound like Shmuel, that we're not going to deduct the clothing, the halacha is like rab, and we will, the halacha is we will deduct the value of the clothing from the ksuba, the Somebody who's maktish is the chasv. He says, somebody says, all my nechasv should be hektish, or marich es atzmai. So we have to now evaluate what, he, what it is that he has, all his possessions, and then he's going to have to give that amount to hektish or faharacha. So ain law. So the question is now the 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 value the the hectic evaluators come into his house. So what are they evaluating as far as part as part of his possessions? So So we don't include in this evaluation of what he's chayiv his his wife's clothing, his children's clothing, any uh, paintings that was done specifically for their children or wife, or even if they're new shoes, but if they were bought specifically, right, it was going to back to school, they bought new school. So we're not going to evaluate those, those shoes. Those aren't considered his. Those are already considered the children or the wives. Okay, so it sounds like when we come to evaluate, we don't consider her clothes in the evaluation. It's not considered his. It's already considered hers. So therefore, so too over here, when we come to evaluate, we shouldn't include... Her clothing are already hers, and we shouldn't deduct it from the ksuba. Well, if in fact this Mishnah is like Shmuel, why did you say that the Allah is like Rav, that we will deduct the amount of our clothes off of the ksuba? You're right. When you quickly read through the Brisa, it sounds like Shmuel. However, if you're ma'ayin in the Brisa, why? My taima? Because the reason why we're excluding it when we come to evaluate it is because he bought, yes, he bought the clothes and they're her clothes. But only Kozman, ki akmila, when he bought it for us, I died to make him kame. The only, yeah, it's, it's hers as long as the husband's around and he gets the benefit of his wife getting dressed up for him. So he bought it for her to wear. So therefore, we're not going to include it in his because the husband's still around. However, once the husband's no longer around, well, I didn't buy, I only bought it for her for my benefit, not for, for that. And therefore, I died to Lamishko like I didn't buy it for her to, after I'm gone and can no longer get the benefit of seeing my wife wearing all these nice clothes. I didn't buy it for that. And therefore, as soon as we're going to talk about Ksuba, if she's going to keep the clothes, and she does keep the clothes, we're going to deduct the value of the clothing. It wasn't given to her as a gift. It was given to her to use for the husband's benefit. Kalsa de Baral Yashiv, have a katava ksuba. So he asked me, so we have a funny story over here, that the daughter-in-law of Beba Yashiv, so they went to be with their ksuba, me asked me from the Yisimim, have a kamamti lehu lebedina. So they summoned her to Bezdin. Okay, let's, let's get going with the ksuba. Amri, however, they told her, by the way, Zilolan, the problem was, they didn't know how much clothes she had. So they said, Zilolan milsa de tezli hachi. Don't go dress like this. Put on all your best clothing when you come. Put it all on. This is it for the courts. You're going, this is, this is real. 
So they, she went ahead. She put on all her nice clothing. Again, now we know when she walked, she walked into Bezin with all her nice clothes, now we know what clothes she has. So they were able to deduct that from the Ksuba. So just a couple of dinim here before we're going to finish up the parak in a few lines. We can turn the Ahmed, but it's only a few lines on the Ahmed base. So let's say you had a Shivara. So the husband or the father is, husband slash father is dying, and he tells his sons, I want you to give whatever, say, a new car. Give a new car to the Yusayma after I pass. As an Adunya, from an Adunya, give her that. So it says, give a new, or whatever, it could be clothing, whatever it was. So he says, I, he tells the Adunya Labras. Let's say by the time it came to pay out whatever this nadunya that the father had instructed, the market price of that came down. So we say, that the benefit, let's say whatever the father told at the time he instructed his children to give it was worth, it cost $20,000. He said, out of the estate, I want you to give her this thing that would cost $20,000. When it came time, the father finally passed away and we get, we get down to probate and the assignment say, okay, we want to carry out our father's wishes. Then they go to buy this object and it only costs $10,000 now. So then the estate gets, a tw- gets the $10,000. In other words, the value is not locked in at the time the father instructed. They just have to deliver the- whatever the father said. And if the value goes down of the price, so then the estate, the children gain. A similar idea. So give from my wine collection, give, give my daughter 400 zuz worth of wine. So let's say the wine collection, wine price is shot up. And the doubled in price. So now, essentially, they only have to give 400 zuz. Previously, 400 zuz was a case. Now it's a half a case. So, again, Amr of Yosef, Rav Yasmi. The benefit is to the Yisemim. We have one more story over here in regards to Kravid of Remember them? Kravid of and Havaluhu Itis Abba. Remember, they had a stepmother that they wanted to, she, she required a lot of maintenance from Rafuas. So Rav Yechanan gave a certain Eitzah and then he felt bad about it. Well, now I have another story. Apparently she, li- she liked to eat a lot as well. Mm-hmm. So, so they earmarked her. They saw that she, she used to eat a lot. So, so they came to Rav Yechanan. Now this is before the assignment were worried. Their father was about to go. They're like, okay, we got we to gotta feed this woman. Forget about it. We're going to be ruined. Because you're going to eat everything. So they told us, so Rav Yechon gave him an eight, so go to your father, and go to your father, and get him to assign a field, assign one specific field for Mazinas, and then if you assign one specific field, she'll only get her Mazinas from that field. So now what happened? Okay, now the woman, the husband passes away, and they say, sorry, you're going to be limited to Mazinas from the one field, now they come to Reish Lakish, right? Obviously, Reish Lakish was a bar put to Rav Yechanan. Rav Yechanan gave this aid, so they go to Reish Lakish, and Reish Lakish says, right, her side, her side of the family comes to Reish Lakish. Also, come to Reish Lakish. Amar lehu, kol shekain sheribelam mezaynis. Sorry, all you did was add to the mezaynis. When you gave her this field, it was accretive. She gets her mezaynis plus this field. Amar lehu, bahar Rav Yechanan la'amar hachi. Rav Yechanan didn't say this. Amar lehu, zilu havula. Give her the mezaynis and the field. Vilay mafkin lehu Rav Yechanan meunaychi. I'll slap Rav Yechanan out of your ear. Okay, the point is, I don't care what Rabbi Yechanan said, I'm right, says Rish Lakish, and by assigning the field for Mazinus, all you did was give her an additional field on top of the Mazinus that you're also Chayim. Also, the committee of Rabbi Yechanan, so they came back to Rabbi Yechanan, what, what kind of aid did you give us? Amar Luhu, Ma'ese, Shekinegdi Chalik. Rish Lakish argues on me? Sorry, you got to go with Rish Lakish. 
Shekinegdi Cholakalai. I'm Rabbi Vo. So what's Pshat? They were allowed to shop around for a better answer? They, no, they went to Rabbi Yechanan. Her side went to Rabbi His Sorry, the, the estate side went to Rabbi Yechanan. Her side didn't like the Yetzah, and they went to Rish Lakish. And then Rabbi Yechanan was Bakabo what Rish Lakish said. Like, no, if that's what he said, then I'm overturning my ruling. So now, that you know why? Because Rish Lakish examined the contract and he realized that there was one legal term off, and that was the basis of him saying this. Because it said, La Mazoinus. When we, it, it was written in there that you should get this feel, La Mazoinus, that's in addition to the Mazoinus. Reba La Mazoinus. It means that we're adding to the Mazoinus. However, Amar Bamazinus, if it, or Bimazinus, if it would have said in the contract, if it would have written Bimazinus, then this Eitzah would have worked. Cuts us on Mazinus. Now, Tessa just asked one question. Over there, Rabbi Yechelen gave this Eitzah and he felt bad. Over here, right, by the Rafuas. Go fix, go fix the price with the doctor, make, make the Rafua fixed, and the Rafua fixed doesn't get paid out of Mazinus, so the estate wouldn't have to pay. And then he felt bad for giving that Eitzah. But over here, he was perfectly fine to give the Eitzah. So, so Tessa says that over here, she agreed. She agreed. She said, okay, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll agree. At the time, she agreed to have that field assigned. And therefore, Rav Yechanan was willing to do it. There are some Rishonim that say this was before the whole Maisa, that he felt bad after both of these Maisas. But anyways, Hadron Allah Nara, Hadron Allah Nara, Hadron Allah Nara. Mirza Shem, we'll start with the new Perek tomorrow.